Welcome everyone back to the cocktail hour episode ninety. <laughs> Can you believe we've done we've done ninety of these? It's pretty weird, and all the same subject. Amazing, no. you know. Yeah, and you know we're almost up to the age of uh, Jimmy Carter. We should have. How old is Jimmy Carter? Ninety three, something like that. When we hit yeah. ninety, when we hit ninety three, I think we should dedicate that one to Jimmy. Maybe get him on. You know, you're saying the kind of thing it'll be like. We're sorry to report that. Ex-President Carter has passed. Episode Don't ninety-two. Say that. You know, but that's what's going to happen. Be something. No, like it's not. No, it's not. Uh, Maybe. Uh, and when you get that, when you get that old, it's not as surprising to, you know, to read the news report that you know, Jackie gone? Mason has passed away, <laughs> not, age ninety-one. You know, you're like, oh, ninety-one. That's a good run. You know, I'm, I'm. I've I've started checking the old bits to see if I'm there, but and I'm scared because what if I do find myself there? Then what? Then it's that you've got to the plot for the sixth sense man then i scream for my wife honey come here did you know about this yes i did <laughs> you I know didn't what it have was... the heart to tell you <laughs> <laughs> you weren't you weren't listening yeah, um <laughs> you never listened to me you know it's like you're dead um oh, yeah. you know the obit things is you know what bothers me about the obits is when i see people younger than me and healthier than me that just mm-hmm. drop for whatever reason. And I'm mm-hmm. not talking about, you know, falling off a tree or, you know, or a car accident or something like that. I'm just like, this person is really healthy. They've done their, they lived their life clean and they've done this. And, they, and then they just, they just dropped dead. That doesn't yeah. sound, that sounds like undiagnosed something. Right? Well, yeah, well, it obviously is. They didn't you know, have a liver. It, yeah, exactly. But I, you know, I just don't, I mean, I don't mind if I'm, if I'm falling apart and shit like that. And I go, but I'm, if I'm like, everything's working and that's the whole thing for me. Like, I don't want to go. Things are still working. The good things too. I've I mean, been my to, eyes, I've, my, <laughs> not that thing. No, no. Yeah. It works. It just doesn't get used much. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been talking to, to friends of mine, you know, that I went to high school with and everybody is talking about, and we, we were talking about this last night, you know, planning your own funeral or whatever. And it's like, everybody is. We're on the, you know, what is this, the 18th month of the con- coronavirus pandemic or something. And we're looking to what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And what happens when it's all over? You know, do I want to be yeah. cremated? I got a um, an appointment on Monday. For, I think, for a cremation? A, Neptune cremation, Society? Yeah. No, okay. no, no. With my, uh, the, the people that wrote our uh, will and that kind of stuff. Just to update it, because, you know, my brother-in-law passed away and his will yeah. remains a mess. And the, and, the, and the worst thing about the will is that my, my wife and her sisters, they won't let me meddle. I want to call people and say, <laughs> I think that you might be the biological daughter of this guy. You I don't know, know what, know, I don't I don't know know what they're they, thinking. Yeah. I don't and know then, why they're not so letting you involved. It's so you. Too. <laughs> yes. It is. Hey. You don't know me, but <laughs> no, I do know you. No, I mean that's what I would say to this girl. You don't know me, but you, I think you got a different daddy. <sighs> Click here for details. But um, John, no, the you know they won't let me. They won't let me go stay at the house and look through every piece of paper. Why would you to try want, to? If, why would you? Because I'm insane. That? You know what? I'm the kind of person that like. I don't know if your kids went through this. My daughter, my younger daughter had a, had a stuffed elephant, right? She still got it. She loves it. Was it called Ellie? Yeah. Ellie. Mm, I remember this elephant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so she still got it. And when she was little, she would go to bed and be like, I can't find Ellie. And my wife and uh, my daughter, Sarah, they'd be like, "Eh." and I'd be like, well, shit, everybody, we've got to find Ellie. It's time to go to bed. Right. You know, that's that's how yeah, that's how yeah. it works. So I would find 
Ellie, you know, rolled up in a blanket underneath something in the dirty clothes, you know, whatever the story was. And so that, I I don't know if it's as I get older or, or whatever, but I, I get flipped out more about losing stuff. Right. Is and that I, the so first I, signs of a hoarder? No, no, no. I, it's no, I, no? if I get mm. rid of it, that's fine. But like, if I misplace something, I'm like, mm. okay, mm. where is it? And I'm going through pants pockets and jackets pockets and looking in the, mm-hmm. you know, those, and I'm, you know, my house is so small. How long does it take to go through everything? Right. You know, right. to find something. But, um, You'd be yeah, so like my brother for his, my brother-in-law for his, uh, will, he had this piece of paper that he wrote, you know, new instructions on to overwrite my previous will. And, you know, we got a copy of it, but. But it wasn't I mean, like professionally done. It was just, he wrote it on a copy yeah, just on my hand, which is, which is actually very, you know, very compelling to the court. If you write it by your hand, it's, val- but, it's valid. Totally. Yeah. yeah oh. The, the, the problem is we have a photocopy of it. So you need to have the real thing. And my sister-in-laws, uh, one of them listens to the show. They are kind of like, oh yeah, it's lost. And, and that just irritates the hell out of you. I can't live like that. I'm like, okay, we, everybody, we need to go back to his house and find this piece of paper and and it's, it's out there somewhere, you know, is it? And you'll take lead on that. You'll do it. I'll let me do it. I'll just do it all by myself. There you go. I mean, I don't want to stay in that house and, or that town, that state, but you know, I guess I I could. I can't imagine my brother-in-law dying and and i can't wait to go through his stuff <laughs> it at first it was really the kind of the matter with you, you know, it, well yeah i mean i don't i don't like i don't give a, i don't give a shit about receipts and you know an account at this bank mm-hmm. or an account you know no it's about i want the smoking guns i want you know here is proof that the trash. this woman is a confirmed <laughs> drug dealer and i can turn this over to the FBI and have her sent behind bars forever, you know, those kind of things. Or ooh, I found a switchblade that's, that's really cool, you know, I mean, it's yeah. stuff. It's you know thing. what? I'm going to do this. When I go, I'm going to leave you the guy that has to go through all of my crap, but I'm going to leave the most boring and all the things you're just going to go through. And you're going to find receipts and you're going to find something that you're going to go, I have no idea, one, what this is and why the mm, hell did well, he keep it? Well, here's the thing I would. I've learned something from this that most of the stuff we have is complete shit and and should just be thrown out. So when someone pass a loved one passes away, the first thing you knew, need to do is get that junk hauling truck and just yeah. put most everything in it. Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, you guys you don't want to sell it cuz some people I mean, will buy that stuff. They will buy junk. I mean, are you going are you going to sit out in your nope <laughs> expired relatives front yard and say, "All right, I, I got the couch." Slight pea smell, you know. No, Would you like to buy gonna, it? No, twenty five bucks. Yeah. I will or be help me stack hotel. it up into a yeah, stack stack it up into a pyramid shape, and let's just light it on fire. You know that that would be kind of be fun, easier. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap! Oh, no, we can't do any fires though. No, no more fires. We need to stop yeah. the fires. Yeah, we can't do fires. Maybe we can. I don't know. What if you could freeze it? I think I think out here in California, everything's just going to burn. I've been reading about you know people that live in those areas up north that they have big forest fires. I think it's just all going to burn up, and there's no more water to put fires out. You know, what if they just let the fires go and say everybody should you know watch the news and stay away from it? And then once everything is burned up and it's just a you know charcoal wasteland, then it's fine. You go back there and, and start all over. RV. Yeah. There's no more trees. Obama, man. If he had just raked the forest <laughs> floor. You know? Yeah. Or a yeah. vacuum. Come on. He knows right. people. Yeah. You know? But don't forget the uh, Jewish space lasers that started the whole thing. I think, probably. yeah. I've actually seen those in use, you know? But, but um. <laughs> the, world, the world is messed up, man. I was looking at a... Well, the whole world's at, burning. We're not, not the only place. Well, I mean, that's the other, no, that's not, just, not just fire. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's burning ethically and um, intellectually. You know, we're, well, we're... And morally. Don't forget morally. morally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah there, you of get, all people. Yeah. Man. <laughs> the man moral of the cloth. part has, has been, always been my shortcoming. Exactly. Oh, Especially for a man of the cloth. 
You know, you should be yeah. leading the charge on that moral moral. Uh, uh, yeah, who, who knows? Maybe I am. Maybe everybody else is wrong, including the man of the rubber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. Rubber band, rubber band, man. Bounce, 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 bounce. So, uh, I mean, yeah, we were talking about this last night. I was just thinking that everybody needs to take a, you know, we all need to take a little moment and just, you know, knock on wood and see how, knock on wood, see how blessed we are, you know. You're given right. The, given, the, given, the, given the scope huh. of things, right, Kelly? Well, that's, that's like one of, the, one of the tricks to happiness, they say. I wouldn't know. But, but they, that's one of the tricks to happiness. You do a gratitude inventory, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's one thing to be, but my point was, it's, it's one thing to be grateful and have gratitude and just feel blessed, you know, and, yeah. and count your blessings. But then it's another than shut the frig up. Because if you, <laughs> it, okay, because now you're once, asking too much. Yeah, because, okay, you, like, you know, you do your gratitude list and all that stuff. Then you ought not be posting anything or bitching about something that is mm-hmm. not going to affect your life. Right. Like we were talking about the, the, the young, the young woman, the young gymnast who decided to drop out, you know, good for her, you know, right now she's mm-hmm. a hero in my book. Right. Yeah. But everybody's like, yeah, ragging on her because of this. And then she let people down well, and it's this. Like, and- it's like, it's like she didn't want to go to the Olympics and she didn't work hard and everything. Come on, people. Yeah. Something went wrong for fuck's sake. Wait, what's that got to do with gratitude? I'm grateful I'm not her right now. Ah, yeah. Okay. You know, and having the world attacking me and I got the twisties. Yeah. And I'm grateful for what I got, but I'm not going to sit there and bitch about her because it doesn't affect my life. It doesn't, you know, I mean, you want, you want personal freedom. You want people to make choices. You know, I think she's actually probably done more by pulling out for young women, young people, that are going through something, especially, and by the way, it's unprecedented times, okay? We all have a lot more anxiety. So this woman, to me, has done more in that respect because now she's shining a light on, yeah. hey, you know what? She's got a bunch of gold medals and she won them at 16 and all this stuff, yeah. right? And her life is not, she's not any better off, is she? Yeah, but is she you really? know what? I, but in some ways, she is. Your, yeah. buddy, yes. your buddy back home that, that hasn't been on our show, he posts on Facebook because he and I are friends. He <clears throat> right. posts on Facebook like, what does everybody think of this? You know, I mean, she's dropped out of the Olympics and, you know, I don't know that I would have done that. And then the your whole high school football team is, you know, you play through the pain. You keep going, never give up. You know, it's you know, a bunch of sports analogies. And it seems like those folks are saying, you know, a range of, wow, if, you know, the coaches should have known that her heart wasn't in it and. Her heart wasn't in it. Well, I mean, you know, something something was up that she dropped out of the whole thing and hasn't done wasn't it. devoted enough. And they should have let somebody else go. And then the other the other half of them seem to be saying things like, you know, this is what you do. You go you go to the Olympics and you complete you compete. And to to not do that is to not be doing the you know the thing you do. I mean. Football players play football. Baseball players play baseball. I mean, yes, but they don't. Yeah, but they can't get. They don't get hurt as badly as you can when you're four feet in the air with with your head about to hit a balance beam with no helmet. But not even if even if they were Kelly, there are people in all of those professional sports. You know, in all of those professional sports that do pull out that say, "No, I'm not playing." You know, Mm -hmm. and and. You know, look at well. You're right. My, that, ten, that that woman that played tennis. Um, what's her name? Osaka. Somebody, yeah, she yeah. she quit something. Yeah. And also, too, here's a you know, what 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 difference does it really make to us? I mean, I want to see somebody compete, but if they're not at their best, at their fullest, at their most healthiest, why would we? Why would you want to see that? To see right. them fail? To see them do badly? Right, you're, you're it, right. That does it doesn't matter. I haven't watched it, one second of the Olympics. I don't. It doesn't impact me at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But I know people opinion. that do. You know, and that's great. It it is entertainment, but it's also a competition. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it is. I mean, it's all entertainment. Football, yeah. basketball. Do you need any yeah. any sports? No, they're good for kids. No. Yeah. No. And you and then and you know this though going in, you know that whether you're a professional or amateur or whatever you run the risk of getting hurt or not being able to compete for whatever mm, or reason coming, or coming in fourth. Exactly. 
You know, you I know? mean, I, I, I believe count your blessings. Is my point. I believe that there's something to this story that people don't know. I don't have any idea what it is, but when you say, here's, you know, here's somebody that's a real star and she's not doing any of this makes me, makes me think that there's something else going on. And we, I mean, it's not our business. We don't know anything. Why do, why does anybody have any comment about it? Well, like I always said is, you know, put it in, in my own life. Have you ever, have I ever made a decision, right, to do something that mm-hmm. either inconvenienced, right, hurt somebody, uh, disappointed somebody, frustrated somebody, but I did that. I made a personal choice because it was the healthiest choice for me mm-hmm. at that time. And people can say, well, why did you, well, why well, couldn't you have tried a little harder? Couldn't you have done something better or couldn't you have talked about it or couldn't you have waited, you know, another six months or a year or another month or week or whatever? Why did it happen? We all make choices that mm-hmm. are what that serve us in our best way. So we try to stay healthy, right? Whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever. I don't, I so, don't know that that, that that rings true with me. I, I was with you until you said I make choices that, you know, uh, benefit me or keep me healthier or keep me safe or whatever. I, I feel like I make, I make a balance of choices between things I have to do, some things that I want to do. And then, you know, the things I feel like should be done. I don't, I don't have a lot of, Oh, you know what you, you want me to uh, help you move from one apartment to another. Uh, You know, I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to take a mental health day for that. Um, Best of luck. You know, I'm the kind of guy that's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do that, but I'll be over there at 10. Okay, but that's the point is that you're, okay, so you powered through something you didn't want to do. But was there, was there ever a time where you're like, you know what, I'm just not doing it. It's not healthy. You know, I'm just not doing it. I'm not, you know what, nope, not doing it. And that happens. I'll have to think about that. Right. You know, and, and you know, if you break up with somebody when you were younger, you broke up with somebody for whatever reason, you know, you did that because you were not in a position to be healthy for yourself, let alone for them. But yet you hurt them. You disappointed, excuse me, you disappointed them. And all those things, the same thing. It's Mm -hmm. to me, it's the same thing. You, you, you've made a commitment to something. Does it count if you trade up? Mm, I got I got a lot better chance with this one. (laughs) Sorry. I can't make Saturday night. Um, well, if that's I broke up with her, but look what I got now. Whatever yeah. you do, and he's don't terrific. go to the rendezvous. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I maybe that is, but is that well? Yes, John. Yes, that is. You traded up because that was the most healthiest thing for you to do. That moved you forward. Huh? You know, I don't know. So you know, this is a girl I believe is one of the ones that was molested by that physician. Oh yeah, no, her. She doesn't have yeah. a story that's like oh. What could pop? I mean, shit. She could be having traumatic yeah. flashbacks from the yeah. any number damn room. I mean, hell, it could be thing. anything going yeah. on. Yeah. I, you know, and we also don't know. Is it, you know, I have these kind of sinister thoughts of Nike wants her to do something and she doesn't want to do it, and so if she doesn't compete in the Olympics, then she's freed from her contract and blah blah blah. No, you but know, the sponsor, her sponsors have come out and supported her decision. Well, they, yeah. they have to. Sponsors have to they'd support look, everything. Otherwise, stupid, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. By the way, we wouldn't buy their shoes. By the way, it's probably going to make more money for them to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people will go and say, hey, listen, she's my hero. One, because of her accomplishments. Two, because of her uh, adult decision and her positive decision for what, you know, it could, it, you know, it's all about money. And I didn't, I, I, I was a sponsor. I'd be saying, not only do we stick by her, of course we do. We have to, but. Look at what she's done. It's not an easy decision. That's everybody thinks. Well, I just can't believe she just did it. You know, I mean, don't you oh, think she I thought know. about this? I, well, exactly. It's like, you think she, yeah. Did she wake up and go, yeah, I'm fucking lazy today. I'm going to fucking blow this. Yeah, Olympics. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, that's, that's a great. A of, that's a great campaign slogan. Just do it. Just did it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. A picture of her like in a recliner eating popcorn. Or the new, the just new casual. Just do it unless you don't feel like it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, John, actually, that's a great idea. If that was Nike, get that little swoosh, say, just do it. I did it. I'm done. 
The, re- that on the a... retirement sneaker. It's kind of it's got, <laughs> just closes, it. closes with Velcro, very yeah. flat bottoms, round <laughs> toes, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know? Wow. Well, anyway, I'm just goes back to like, let's count our blessings and not be ragging on some girl that, you know, I'm sorry, some young woman that really just did a fabulous had an amazing run. I mean, any of us, first of all, any of us had any success at 17, like she did or however old she was, you know, I'm going to criticize you. I had success at 17. I had the greatest (laughs) head of hair anybody had ever seen. (laughs) Look at me now. Was it on you or you just had it? I I maintained it. Yeah. (laughs) He brought a shrunken head back from the Amazon. But you know, I mean, when trolls. you talk about counting blessings, do you do that, Danny? Do you sit around, you know, at the yes. table at night? Oh Lord, help us for the thing, you know, help us remember the things that I'm going to list now. Uh, I don't, I don't sit around the table and do it because that is now the wife's workspace. But oh. I do, I do sit outside and and relax and I'm enjoying my my backyard, my garden, whatever, with the cocktail in hand. Uh, and sometimes it's like you know how did I get here? This is amazing. I, you know, I, you know, and of course you also dream about, you know, it's no secret about my pool. I dream about that, but I also dream about, Oh, what are we going to, you know, traveling. I dream about seeing my friends. I dream about, you know, think about, and all these things that, yes, I don't sit there and, you know, methodically, you know, have a checklist with an outline of all the things I should be thankful for and make sure I include that in my prayers, you know, but I do really kind of count my blessings pretty often, especially now, you know, because there's a lot more time on our hands. You know, yeah, and I think though it's also when you count your blessings, though maybe this is why we're having all these people getting all bent out of shape. Is like when you have things in your life that you're very thankful for, a lot of great things, health, family, friends, food, whatever, shelter. When something does irritate you, though, when something does come up, and I think maybe this is a problem with some of these people out there. They've got all this great thing, everything's going great in their life, but they want to sit around and find something to bitch about. And I do find myself getting irritated, going, "God dang it." You know, somebody parked in front of my house, <laughs> you know, yeah. and that kind of, and then, and then you're like, okay, you're an idiot. Okay. You're really, now you're just, you know, you're just really reaching for something or you see some injustice, some small minor injustice, right. You know, or you see a big one like homelessness, like, you know, you get frustrated at that. Like you mean to tell me we can't figure this out some way. I mean, it, I'm not saying get every rid of all of them. We were talking about this, the, 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 the daughter and the and missus were talking about this. You can, we can't figure out like how to fix it by 25%. That's not, that's not hard. 25% of the people we can figure out. So that's, did, did they have, did they have an idea talking about 25%? What, what's that mean? Could you make homelessness 25% better than it is? Yeah. Can, can we get 25% oh, oh. of the people that are on the street off in some way, shape or form? Oh, I could do and, that. I think you could not, not legally, but I could get 25%. I get, <laughs> well, I get well, 75% of the people off the street. I think yeah, about but that, that doesn't solve I, the problem. As I drive around, I think about that. If you want to get people off the street, you need to make the street a really dangerous place to live. And we have coyotes here. (laughs) If we just moved coyotes into like those areas and then at night hung like little strips of beef jerky or something on their tents or whatever, (laughs) that kind of stuff, that would make it less enjoyable. Well, let me me give you a scenario then. But Um, I think it would probably be effective. Yes, but John, you're you're, you're – pretty handy guy you're a pretty resourceful guy let's say john you're homeless and let's say danny here hangs some jerky so that the coyotes will come get you right you're gonna figure out you know what you're gonna figure out jerky well that you're gonna eat the jerky and you know what you're gonna have yourself some coyote stew because you're gonna figure out how to catch the coyote and eat them and live off them well i mean okay then then now we got dead carcasses of coyotes everywhere there's less coyotes Yes, but there's coyote carcasses there's laying scary, on my sidewalk. There's a scary guy at the off ramp wearing a coyote pelt suit. No, he was at the Capitol. I saw him. He was he was awesome. You know, he was coyote man. Yeah. No, I you am know. sure. I am sure that other states. I don't know why I'm sure of this, but I'm sure that other states <laughs> send homeless people here. And um, it's easy to live on the street in L.A. Whether you send them, they put give them a bus ticket. Yeah, my neighbor. I think we would was, have heard about that. Yeah, my neighbor was no. My neighbor was downtown L.A. doing a doing a shoot. He's a location manager and all that kind of stuff. And he saw these buses pulling into this building. These people getting out and going in. And he went over to the security guy that was sitting there, and he's like, "What's this?" And he's like, "Oh, these buses come from other states. The these people get off. They're just like homeless folks. They go in and they get something, and they 
just go out into the city. So yeah, Danny's hometown sends homeless wow. people here. Yeah, that's why the numbers keep going. I don't up. think my immediate reaction is that's not a good idea, and it's a little selfish of another state. Just go here. You deal with it, California. But it, but if I were mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and I said I just solved the homeless problem for seventy two dollars per homeless guy, put them on a Greyhound for Union Station. Mm-mm. And also, you'd get a you'd get a sponsor like Coleman Tents, you know, and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. You, Coleman would bring the tents, and you'd you know, and then welcome to welcome to Los Angeles. Here's your well, you know, you know what, Danny? Phone. That's that's a great. I was I was taking my car in to get worked on the other day, and I went past this intersection where there's a Seven Eleven on the left and a CVS on the right, and there's a line of tents just right on the sidewalk, you know, and and the the ubiquitous busted bikes and you know weird Home Depot bucket toilets and all that kind of stuff, and and a shopping and would, cart. No, no shopping carts. These people weren't. They weren't going anywhere. They were settled in these four or five tents. And I could see into one of them, and there was a, just a guy sitting there, you know, flannel shirt, just sitting there, you know, looked like he was completely stoned, but he was sitting upright in a meditative stance. And I noticed that the tents they have are camping tents. Why mm-hmm. has Coleman not invented the pavement tent? Right. Because, you know, tents, you need to nail your little stakes into the dirt, to keep it from blowing mm-hmm. away. Why haven't they made one that's like. And they're they're thin on the bottom. I mean, they've got that that yeah. the vinyl that's pretty thick, but it's not it's not padded or anything. I mean, that's the thing. We, we could invent a city tent to sell to, you know, big cities. Right. You know, the L.A. tent, you could have, you know, heartwarming Dodger messages or things like that. And you just pop your tent up. And it's got some little rubber things to hold it in place. Well, it's like those little yeah. tiny houses that they got in those parks and stuff. Those things are pretty amazing. I mean, I'd rather see little tiny houses on the sidewalk than tents, you know? Yeah. Well, but, you know, the sidewalks aren't big enough to have I know. a bunch of tiny houses. I, and I think a lot of it is, you know, we closed down state-run mental institutions, right? I yeah. mean, when you, was that's when, like in the Reagan administration, right? Didn't they not close them down? Didn't they? Def, didn't, I thought they took, I thought they took funding. And they took it either from the states and sent it to the feds or they took the feds and sent it to the states. And this was back in the day because Reagan was about I think he did this before he was president because they they didn't want the states to have the burden of the mentally ill and the homeless. You know, and you put them on a bus and send them to Nebraska. I hate to. What if I'm on that bus? And Isn't I that what do they're them? doing. They just put them yep. on a bus. They're done yeah. with you or some shit like that. So it's, I'm reading about when they closed it. Looks like something important happened. In 67, Reagan signed the Lanterman Petra Short Act and ends the practice of institutionalizing patients against their will. So I guess this is, this is uh, when he was governor of California. Yeah. Which was a huge thing. Yeah. In 67, the number of patients in state hospitals had fallen to 22,000. And let me see if I can figure out how many there were before that. No, I don't know. And then he said, you can't do that. And I wonder what the reasoning was behind that. What was, what was the, why would we want to do that? I mean, we, come on, as a kid, didn't you remember that there were state hospitals and that's where they put the people that couldn't function in society? Well, right. It was, probably, it was probably to save tax money, I guess. Yeah. Probably so to, the, so and they were probably very dangerous or they were not, they were not properly run. That was the thing. There was probably no oversight. So they were those. Yeah, well, Poor it says, houses. so it says in 67, he ended the practice of institutionalizing patients against their will. So, you know, so they couldn't just spend their whole lives in a mental hospital. And sadly, the care outside state hospitals was inadequate. A year after it goes into effect, a study shows the number of mentally ill people entering the San Mateo criminal justice system doubled. Then he increases, two years later, he increases spending on the Department of Mental Hygiene by a record $28 million. Um, so they were, there were 22,000 people in mental hospitals in 67, and there were 7,000 in 1973. Um, and then, the, but the prison yeah, population. President, yeah, 1981, Reagan repeals Carter's legislation that pushes the responsibility of mentally ill patients back to the states. Um, federal spending on mental illness declines. Ten percent of state prisoners. Uh, have yeah, he's symptoms. a great guy, right? That, yeah, that hell of a hell of a guy. Criteria for psychotic disorder. 
And um, in 2015, in the San Francisco homeless count, this is all I'm going to read on this, uh, 55% of people experiencing chronic homelessness report they have emotional or psychiatric conditions. And the rest of my guests just like to get high. Okay, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there that's are, there are your answer. That are Open just up down on their luck. Yeah. We just, yeah. what we do, instead of turning skyscrapers and buildings and stuff into cute little apartments for, you know, the, the mom down at the shopping center with her, you know, baby begging for money, we just lock them in a mental hospital. But it worked. Screaming. But didn't it, but I mean, so <laughs> what's the difference? Full of screaming people down the road from your house. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I mean, it, so what's the difference? Okay. So now they're not screaming in a mental hospital because, and by the way, if you make the place better and you, you, you have it where you, there is, you know, good conditions and, and good therapy and what have you, then it isn't, like I said, a house of horrors. But so what happened here? So now they end up on the street or two, they end up in the prison system, which what does that mean? We we now make the prisons a profit center. And that's why they're the, the prisons are so, you know, so pri they're privatized and they make a shitload of money. Yeah, and a lot sure. of it's from our taxes. Yep. You know, I so all you did was just make somebody wealthy and not solve a problem instead of. Well, you, you get reelected or something like that. Did you? Well, there you go. You know, I used to work at a mental hospital. I worked there for a year and it was. It was clean. It had carpeting. There was, there Wait, was, was like a private mental hospital or a yeah, state. Yeah. It was like, if you had a child and uh, here's, I'll give you some, some great typical things. You are getting divorced from your wife. Your 13 year old daughter says, Oh, I'm in such anguish. I'm going to take a handful of Advil. And then you say, Oh shit. I have 60 days of inpatient mental health care because of my insurance policy because I work at, you know, Bell South or something like that. So I'm just going to put my 13-year-old daughter in the, the nut house for 60 days while my wife and I go through this divorce and I can, you know, marry my secretary or whatever it is. That's, <laughs> that was a great use case. Some others were, um, Jesus has compelled me to put this child in mental health uh, facility because they don't listen to me. And I've been beating and beating and beating him and nothing seems to work. So this evil devil's cabbage that he's smoking is uh, <laughs> terrible. I hope I will pray while you, Fixing. you know, give, him, give him pills and stuff to start. And then there were people that were just fucked up, like, you know, chemical, genetic things that are like you, you will never leave a situation like this, or you will be that homeless dude just wandering around screaming, you know, on the sidewalk. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that you can make a lockdown facility that is good and beneficial for folks. I think some, some people unfortunately just need to wander until they expire. You know, but they couldn't just, you, but couldn't you create, a, a bit of a hybrid in that respect where you're, they're not on the street, but they're not in a rubber room. I get it. I mean, you do, you know, they're, you're right. They're maybe they won't get better, but they need to have that. So you have a, you know, a compound or something where yeah. you can send, if you, if because you listen, out, you took a ghost town and turned it into just a wild west, uh, west minute, world we, kind of theme park. We have, you know, we all have this friend, you know, um, um, we all have this friend that has a kid that has um, severe autism. Right. And this child, which is now an adult, they they're on like a farm or they're they're in this and they're never going to leave. But they give them that environment. Right. And those caretakers where is they can, free. I don't think so. I think somebody has to pay for it. Obviously, taxes. I don't know if they pay for it. I think it all depends on, you know, insurance and, and income. So there, you can do this. It can be done. There are these places, you know, where you know, your kid that, that, you know, has autism from day one, you know, and, and severe autism, but you find that whatever works for them, whether it's putting them on a farm or they put them in an environment where they can function to the best of their abilities. I think but you're, they're not, Im you're imagining a utopian no, society that doesn't exist at all. We can't take... I mean, maybe whoever that kid is, maybe somebody can finance that 
that trip to that location and get the application in and but it's done. help raise money to keep it open or whatever it is. But a lot of it's private money. The, but that guy at the off ramp, he's not getting there. But I'm saying, John, if we could, and I think that if the government and the people would say, this is what we're going to do. We have a certain society, a sector society that needs this, you know? And I don't think it's that. I, I mean, it's not going to be easy. I think, I think you haven't met America. America doesn't want anybody getting free shit. Why are you giving that guy free shit? I don't get to live on John, a farm. John, we used to do it. But I, we used to do it. I don't it. get to do that. I have to work. I have to raise my family and support my husband. And how dare you give free yeah. shit to people? I can do that by Shouldn't making Chris, be crystal meth and selling of, it. Or, as I get yeah. my welfare check. Yeah, that, that's true. I'm, I'm, you're right. I forgot about the American way. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's, that is a great idea. Americans hate that. Americans want people to suffer more than they suffer so that they'll feel better about it. You know, so they count their blessings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does. I, I just read this book called um, Everything is Fucked, a story about hope. And it, <laughs> it didn't really. I'll, I'll let you borrow it. But the, um, the, the thing was, because we don't know anything about real trauma or real stress that we as a society focus on horrible, terrible, imagined things like, you know, how dare you tell me to put a leash on my dog? I feel attacked. I'm going to call the police on you, black guy in Central Park, you know, all that kind of stuff. Or I am, I'm really going to give you hell for misspelling my name on my Starbucks coffee cup. I mean, we, <laughs> we are so sensitive to all this kind of thing because nobody's losing an arm in the civil war anymore. I mean, you know, I think you're going or going hungry. Yeah. I mean, I think you really count your blessings when you're just on the other side of something really, really awful. Like I am thankful to be alive. I can't believe that I, I got out of that car crash, you know, or whatever, Maybe. or sometimes it takes something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you just sit around and everything is great and you can just say, Oh, that son of a bitch went to outer space. And I, still have to work and I don't have my own space rocket, you know, that's, that's probably not a, a healthy way to look at it. No, but here's the funny thing about that too, though. Okay. Go on your damn rocket. How many billions do you have? You know what? Why don't you just take $1 billion, right? That's a chunk of change. And apply that to some sort of program that will help the homeless. Well, he did. By the way, you'll make well, that took, next month. You talk he, like he didn't, he has never done anything like that. Well, I mean, he he just well, announced. I mean, you know what? When he when what? he was on the podium, you know, talking about how great his rocket flight was, didn't he give a hundred billion dollars to yeah. something? A million to he gave two hundred million, uh, one to feeding the homeless, Danny. Uh huh. Yeah, and okay. the other one, he gave it to Van Johnson for. Uh, I think Van Johnson's trying to do prison reform and get innocent people out. You know that whatever that that program is called. Who's Van Johnson? Van Johnson is a pundit on CNN who hmm. whose cause a lot of his cause. Well, I is, apologize, Mr. Bezos. I did not know, yeah. but it. You know what? Then, then good guess. for him. Not enough. And, well, you know what? No, it's 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 plenty. But there's a you know then then let's let's know about that. Let that's that should be the lead story, not that the fuck you know went in space. I want to know hundred million dollars. All right, great, Danny. Nobody would w be watching if. <laughs> If of and the headline news, Jeff Bezos gave a hundred million dollars to Joe Schmo the chef. I believe that's you're wrong. Jose, who's going to watch that? I'm no, no, let me finish. Nobody's yeah. going to watch that story. They want to see would. this first human private person going into space. That's what they want to watch. That's interesting. So they'll see that, and then after that, he'll say, "Oh, and by they'll say, oh, by the way, he just gave a hundred million to this," and that's the way they did it. Well, yeah, he who's going to fucking tune into, you know, yeah, he gave four hundred and nineteen million dollars away in a week. And his sixty five mile trip to outer space. That's pretty and good. And I think. But doesn't he, he might, like make a million dollars that. a minute? Yeah, but I mean, you know what? <laughs> he might have realized <laughs> how much people hated him when he did that. So, you know, there he's I'm on a rocket. I'm going to go into outer space. I'm going to wear this cowboy hat and. And that kind of thing. And he thinks it's really cool. And NASA says, you're a space tourist. You're not an astronaut. We sign a petition, you know, all across the world asking him not to return when he goes up into outer space. 
and people watch that thing probably hoping it will explode <laughs> and he gets oh back God. and he's like shit i gotta give hundreds of millions of dollars away so that people won't really hate me I or guess. It, now you but that's not fair to him you're saying he's doing it i realize that. so that nobody hates me <laughs> what if it's in his heart to help people mm, does he have a heart he's a billionaire <laughs> doesn't, doesn't that if you have a lot of money doesn't that mean that you're a, a heartless criminal I'm glad you're not criminal? prejudiced at all give me a break <laughs> Jesus well you know I, I, I think, you know big money big money irks me yeah uh, it always I know that. that about you I know yeah, yeah. unless it's yours <laughs> well it would be different then if I had a lot of money I would I would lord it over people but that explains it. our friendship because yeah, I don't have a damn dime okay. that's right <laughs> John if, you pick up the check yeah, if, <laughs> if I had a bunch of money, people wouldn't know it. Because I think one of the most important things, like if you have a lot of money, you know how to not spend a lot of money, right? And then I wouldn't, I wouldn't do a fucking rocket. Don't people? Yes, people will hate you. That shows a lack of understanding of how much people will hate you. You know, I'm, I'm Sir Richard Branson. I'm going to outer space yeah. first. You know, fuck you. That's that's what everybody on earth says or should say. But and you know what? I, I would say, I would say, fuck you back to the people that say, how dare you go into space? No, I'm not saying I'd how dare you. No, I'm not saying how dare you go into space. You have the money to do whatever you want. I don't have any expectation that a billionaire will give $1 to one guy at one red light. I, I think they, the more money you get, the more you hang on to it and you worry about Nine generations from now, will my great great grandchildren be able to carry on the Sir Richard Branson name? You know, whatever that. That's you what they're really worried about. about that. I don't yeah. know if I. Do. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think they're worried. You know, one thing I saw was Richard Branson, age seventy something. He came back and he said, "You know, I'm going to be working for the next twenty to thirty years on." And he, you know, talked about something. And I'm like, really? You think you got twenty to thirty years? Let your seventy four years old or whatever, you're going to be 94, 104. You're going to be doing something. Come on, man. Hey, if anybody can do it, the guy who's got enough money to buy life. I don't know. Is he going to buy, is he going to buy a new host vessel mm -hmm. to put himself in? Very well might. No, that would be a wonderful is, if you don't game, want people it? to hate you for being rich, don't let them know that you're rich. That's I'm just going to, I'm just going to drop that little life lesson on our listeners. If you get a chance a to have game, hundreds of millions of dollars, don't tell anybody. So, so I, what do we have? A, like a TV show going today? You're Jeff Bezos. What? Is, well, how are you going to do? And then everybody comes on. And you got everybody, you know, like five contestants. <laughs> Take a long nap. You know. Marianne from Des Moines. How are you? Yes, I think I'm, well, I'm going to take my first and I'm going to give it a lot to the church. All right. Okay, great. All right. So how much are you giving to the church? Now, how, well, how much do I have? You have $400 million, billion. Okay. Well, I'll give them time. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, I mean, no, everybody. Also, would, people couldn't also, give it away in a show. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Kelly? I was going to say, it also gives me time to can some more turnips. Because <laughs> I don't have to go shopping now. I can have them delivered. Well, That'd you know me. what? That'd be me. I'm so cheap. No, but w w seriously, somebody Actually, might that say. That's a great idea for a show. Somebody might kill you, might say, well, yeah, I'm going to do this, but I'm still going to can my turnips. I, I really get a lot of joy from that. You have $400 billion oh. and you're going to go in your kitchen and spend the, re the whole day canning turnips? Well, great. No, that's, that's what, I mean, that's what Jeff Bezos has to do with his time, right? I mean, he's, he's not making the rocket that goes to outer space, he's not shipping your new windshield wiper blades to your house or whatever. He's, <laughs> he's, you know, he's with his family and friends or new girlfriend or whatever he's got going on. And he's like, Oh, you know, let's do something charming. Let's go to Tuscany and can turnips, <laughs> you know? And he thinks that that makes him a man of the people. And he doesn't realize that people are actually canning turnips I, because they're going to be really hungry. I don't think he sees people. I mean, I think he sees a select few people that are around to be around him. But think about it. He can't do. That's the other thing. Everybody. I know what he looks like. If he's walking down the street, somebody's going to stop and say, hey, <laughs> give dude, me I, can you give me a hundred bucks? Will you? All right. Can you come over here? I got my mechanic. It's going to cost me fourteen hundred dollars to get a new transmission. Wouldn't it be great if he just said, get a job <laughs> at one you of know. my distribution centers? Get a job. At, yeah. One of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me you know, make he, a call for you. 
that would be that would be a great show if you just took Marianne from Des Moines and you took her to Jeff Bezos. You know, he's got his own newspaper. He's got his own, you know, Amazon studios and delivery and all you know all that kind of stuff. You could make a show, and you could say, "All right, I'm opening up the books. This is how much stock I own. This is how much it's worth. I got all these houses." If you're me, what are you going to do today? Let's just let's just play that out. And then she goes and meets the staff and maybe she goes to a board meeting and then <laughs> then she goes shopping. And you just see how small her scope of understanding is versus the amount of money that he has. She's like, "Oh, you know, I would like to have a beach house and there, you know, there's a nice you know, we, we always go to Panama City and there's a condo there, you know, and it costs, you know, $171,000 and that's been a dream of ours. And he's like, okay, what's next? You know, oh, well, I'd, I'd like to have an RV and, uh, you know, okay, what's next? You know, and you just keep go- and going. And she can't, she can't imagine a world that would put a dent in the amount of money that that guy has. Right. You know. And where would she be frivolous? Right. Because the beach house is, is a dream. You know, it's like my pool. Right. It's it's not frivolous. It's, it's a dream. Would, she would can twenty jars of turnips. <laughs> she might even That's do peaches. <laughs> she said, "We need peaches." Now. I think I would make I would make a very pretty shitty billionaire. I, you I would. I don't think I would live long because no, I would just party myself into the ground within within like two years. I think. So you what? have what? motivation to do anything other than party. What, what, so you're you know? you're like a second generation billionaire. You didn't make the money. You're the son of the rich guy, and so your money never dries up, and so it's going right. to go on. Well, especially in that situation. But I think even if it was my doing that I made it, I'd probably. I just don't see myself being a good, smart billionaire, caring, and I would just party until I die. I think I don't. I, that's shocking to me. I I thought you were going to say. Not, not Wait, does he party now? Exactly. I'm going to say, huh. what's keeping party, you from party partying now? I don't, I don't know that I would use that. Because yeah. there's always, there's always something chewing at my ass now that that <laughs> says, that says, okay, that's enough laying around uh, being high or whatever. It's time. you And I get, I get guilt. I get like, well, you've got to go finish that script, you fucking bastard. Now, yeah, you'd you'd say, oh, well, you've got to go, you've got to go to the the meeting about your, your trust and you've got to go to the ribbon cutting at the, at the Kelly Center for Educational Studies at Harvard. But yet, even at this point, when I'm not a billionaire, I don't need to go and write that script. I've got enough money. I can survive. I'm fine. Right. But there is there is something choose at me that like uh, you don't deserve to lay around here. You you gotta you got you know there's guilt. Huh. Yet if I was a billionaire and I'd say, well, I I have no guilt. I'll tell you that. But I don't I don't have any fucking ambition either. I'm just I'm gonna eat eight key lime pies a day. And how did you how did you get your imaginary billion? What did you what did you that, just, oh yeah let me what would I, I for some reason I always think of like a lottery ticket or something. Oh okay, all right. Not yeah. not like you invented a thing, you made a billion dollars, no. and if shit hit the fan, you could do another thing, make another billion. Because I read that about like super wealthy people like the Vanderbilt family and that kind of stuff. Like all the the people they didn't make any money, they have shitty lives because they're just sitting there worrying, Am I the one that's gonna spend the last Vanderbilt dollar and lose all the Whatever, but then you got yeah. somebody like Mark Cuban, who made all of his own money. He didn't give a shit. He donates money. He's very charitable because if he needs more money, he believes that he could go get it. If and you it just works, in, yeah. yeah, if you just inherited everything or you won it through a lottery, you're like, ooh, ah, this is this is it. But you if know you, the one thing though where I wouldn't uh, do do lays out and 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 just die. I probably would. At least I would make two of the movies I want to make out of the scripts I, I've written. Okay, and, so, I, and I would just go, I would find this producer that I trust and knows how to do it and say, here's $3 million, set it up. I want to be shooting in six months. Okay, what about $30 million? Here's $30 because yeah, I'm a billionaire. billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, see, that's, yeah, that's, the, the, that's the beauty of my Jeff Bezos show is you say, yeah. I would like $3 million to a movie. And he's like, well... I have a briefcase of $35 million in the trunk of this Bentley. How about that? Oh, well, shit. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. I'd like to hire a real actor to do it. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. 
as opposed to me. <laughs> yeah, because th- three million, you know, thirty million. Now you get you get the best DP. I mean, you get you know Janusz Kaminski no, or no, whoever. And you know what? Chivo it, it, or something. Yeah, we get Scarlett Johansson because she'll never work in this town anymore after her evil lawsuit against the. Oh, there's two more lawsuits coming out. Yeah, uh, what's Emma Stone for Cruella? Yep. And, and uh, what's his name? Um, Oh, I get him always mixed up. Oh, Gerald Butler for um, something. He said, you yeah, know what? No, nah, you didn't give me yeah. pain. Yeah. They're right. They are absolutely right. Who's they, right? That, that like Scarlett Johansson's right? Yeah. I think so. She was, she was supposed, she's supposed to get paid off of theatrical See, money. Right. And, and, and Disney is saying, well, included in theatrical is this home release simultaneous thing. No. It doesn't say anywhere that it's not. That they didn't pay her based on the sixty-five million dollars they made on Disney. She shouldn't Plus. have signed then. She signed and said theatrical release, and that that falls under that simultaneous streaming falls under that category. I got a question here. Okay, she should have so, been more specific, shouldn't she? Yeah, but that's not her job. So my question is, why that's are you mad lawyer's at Disney? Job. Yeah, I'm like, you don't have an. I mean, this isn't new, right? Meaning streaming isn't new. It's been going on for quite a while now. And now well, wait, the, the, you know, Black Black Widow's been in the can for a while. She didn't she didn't do all this right. You know, she Pandemic. did she did everything pre COVID. There was no thought that Disney was gonna make a but still, streaming service. I blame and, the attorney. Well, yeah. Yeah, it should have been more it should have been eyes dotted and it should be yeah, a release whatever the release is. Yeah, they're all no, going to they, do that now. It, it, you can bet there's going to be specific specificity in these papers now from now on. But I think, but I think it is acting in bad faith because they they have said we are streaming and we're in the theaters, and this streaming is not theatrical release, so we are not paying you a percentage based on all of our streaming money. Yeah, but they didn't say that at the when they did the deal, though. They should have said, "Oh, streaming, we're going to do it the same day too." If they had said that, but, she she would have had a yeah. She could have said, oh, I ain't signing this shit then. Well, I, I believe, I'm, again, I believe it's her agents and attorneys because they've yeah. been talking about this long before the pandemic. What, you know, the day out of date release where, yeah, yeah. you know, you're releasing, you're releasing everything on 14 different platforms. And they remember mm-hmm. they had talked about, you know, theatrical, DVD, streaming, uh, you know, network television, whatever it pay-per-view, is, or, you know, you know pay per view, all that stuff was. This has been talked about for 10, 15 years. So some attorney should should have been a little creative going, hmm, you know, I'm I'm going to cover my butt. Now, maybe they did. And maybe the attorneys did say, no, we're going to put everything in there. However, you release this. And the, and the studio attorney said, no, we're going to do it the same way. You go, you'll get your theatrical release and you'll get your DVD release. Yeah, and yeah. you'll get. So they may have done that. Right. And I think mm-hmm. what they're, you know, I think her and her attorneys are probably they're just again. They're just ticking, putting their foot in the water to say, "Hey, let's try it and see." Because I think she's yeah, but I, I think she's got a case. You might not win, but but she's got a point. Yeah, that's all. I wonder if she and counts will, her. Does she count her blessings? I don't both, know. Both of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on if she Who wins knows, the case, right? You know. I mean, she had the most successful movie. It was a big hit, and she got paid twenty million dollars, but. That's nothing new, by the way. I don't know why everybody's like, you know, they were, you know, 20 years ago, they were paying people, you know, very, yeah, not, not women, by the way. There was a few of them, Julia Roberts, maybe. And, and, uh, what's her name? Uh, who was the, other, the big, the big, the big woman? I can't remember. I don't know who it was. That, that, Medea? Oh, maybe. No, not Medea. Uh, not, it's not a woman. That's a big woman. Yeah, it's a big woman. All right. Reese Witherspoon or Cameron Diaz or somebody like that. They were getting five and $10 million a picture or something like that. But, you know, I just, you know, you're right. Why, why are you screwing her over? Pay the damn money, you know? Right. Yeah. People went, you're watching. I stream, we streamed the movie, right? Cause we liked the movie and I want to see Scarlett Johansson kick ass. It I saw in, it. I saw it in the movie theater. Paid five. Yeah. Bucks. Yeah. See, now, see, you actually contributed to her pay. I did not. So maybe I should call Disney and go, hey, I, uh, I paid you $30. Uh, you need to give some of that to, to, to Scarlett, please. Right. Or I'm <laughs> going to be really pissed off. I'm not going to do it ever again. Just go. Yeah. Just you know, go to their offices and knock on the door. Yeah. It's down the street. I'll go, man. Yeah. Who's in charge of uh, distributing money to actors? Because I want to speak with that person now. Yeah. This I is have not, a mask this is and I've been vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that Disney is requiring all of its employees to get vaccinated and that they had a picture of like a theme park person, but I imagine. But you can't do that. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Disney's is Disney isn't government. It's private. They can, any company can say, 
can say you don't get to work here unless you get vaccinated. Let you me know, ask the great you thing about Disney is I believe they can, yeah they can say and you're you all fired it. and I'm going to hire new people. But you, but everybody you could, would work you, there. But you're going to get sued. Like for example, let's you say own, I'm at work. You own a thousand lawyers. Bring it on. You can't possibly afford to sue me. I mean, yes, but it's Scarlet also bad press. And, for example, and, and by the way, it, Disney I'm is keeping it, the guests safe. That's the that's the message. I mean, like, for example, if I'm at my work and I don't have the vaccine, but I'm required to do my job to go in, they can't tell me to stay home and then say, listen, we, the, you know, we can pay you. We're going to pay you. Man, no, they can they can say they, they don't uh, want to do it. you. You are. Uh, it's not tested yet. Us. We told you, you what say, to do. You're not doing it. I told you three times in a row. You're fired. Thanks that, for your service. That's discriminatory. You know, you're, you're against his body. Yeah. You yeah. You're telling me what to do with my body. And I, think can't do that. Up, I think you're making up new laws that don't exist. I think I think you're going to see this happen. People you imagine gonna, how much shit you get in if you told a woman if you're pregnant, you have to abort it. Otherwise, you can't work here. Oh, wow. yeah. You can't come. You can't come shit, to work. Yeah. You can't come to work if you're ever going to have a baby. Sorry. I think that I think that happened uh, up until the 80s mm-hmm. of that stuff you just said. You know, you uh, that I just you, said. Yeah, you're pregnant. The, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, please leave. You go, oh, you're going to have a baby. Um, Surely enjoy. Uh, yeah. Enjoy but raising your child. You can't be a receptionist anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. but hold on a second. If they continue to pay you and hold your job. What's the problem with no, they that? Didn't, they didn't do that in 1968. Yeah, well, that's true. And I just, I just, yeah. I think there's going to be a shit ton of lawsuits and it's just going to screw it up for everybody, right? Yeah, my, kids, gonna col- make the- my, my kids' college, they have a, a Facebook group and the parents, Ooh. it's in Texas, and the parents are going nuts. They're like, you know, they said everybody has to be vaccinated or you have to get a medical exemption form and... How dare they do that? And blah, 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 blah. And I, and I, because I, you know, surprisingly, I like to stir shit up. I'm like, yeah, no, it's good. It's a good choice. Everybody should get vaccinated. Why, why wouldn't you imagine how much freedom everyone would have if the whole campus was vaccinated? Boom. That grenade went off and they're like (laughs) 500 responses down the chain. Like, you know, my, the vaccine doesn't prevent from for anything it doesn't help anybody there's no benefit to the vaccine it is a it is a myth and everybody's like what the hell are you talking about and (laughs) and you know one woman said you know my daughter has just withdrawn she's not comfortable with anyone telling her what to do with her body and i resisted writing you mean like oh reducing access to abortions because that would be boom that would be another grenade in the why didn't you do that one i don't know but are I you, have are, dis- are, are you could have, have decided, decided like no go ahead go, no you could have just said and not only do they need to be vaccinated I think we need to have more LGBT people involved you know I think we had that they, that they don't seemingly have a problem with that they're the LGBT other than getting rid of the old president because he was gay and some rich guy wouldn't give him a football stadium other than that <laughs> slight problem everything <laughs> all right anyway you were no, saying no they're they're I think they're just kind of dumb yeah. I think Amer- I think America is dumber than ever. I think our education system teaches to a test. I think we're too much news and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. And people people believe that if they want it, they get it. If they believe it, it must be true. And so you just you watch, you know, you read whatever blog you want to read and that yeah, that's the one I'm going with. Nurses yeah, say yeah. don't get vaccinated. That's what that's my stance. Yes. You know, I do that too though about some not 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 the vaccination, but I, I do it like with like health questions or health issues that I'm concerned about. If I got something and it damn well feels like like pancreatic mm-hmm. cancer, yeah. I go looking for uh possible causes of abdominal pain and I skip over like could be pancreas. As soon as I see that word, I'm like, no, go down to gas, 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 quick, quick. <laughs> have you, but okay. I will, I will say so that I, 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 I have, I, I have heard I, you. I cherry pick my, uh, what you cherry, you cherry pick the worst possible outcome for, for your web MD. No, I, I just told you, I just told you, I, I don't, I, I dodge the ones that are the worst. And but the seed for, is already planted. No, but though, you tell us like I'm going to go get. I'm going to go get tested for this. I'm sure I have this thing. I'm going to go get yeah. tested for it. And luckily, to date, you're 100 percent wrong. 
I know. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't think that if you were a billionaire, he'd go, I don't care. I'll go buy me no. No, he would have he would have his morning colonoscopy followed yeah. by his you know, midday bloodletting and then his uh that's probably IV, exactly what I would do. IV that would be the, at three. Actually, that's the same thing. <laughs> but I picture <laughs> myself I picture myself just just partying, just jello shots and then a nap. Oh God, Kelly, I don't believe that at all. I, I, I do. I picture just I like, would love I would love I'm for you to, to be so part so partied out and sunburned that you wouldn't have time to search WebMD for the cause right. of yeah. this toe pain. It could exactly. be gout. It could be <laughs> melanoma. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm going to Bora Bora. I'll look at it later. Fuck yeah. Know. I'm in Bora Bora. I could die here. Maybe. Yeah. You know, whatever. I may buy Bora Bora if I really like it and make all these people nuts. Yeah. You, you know, know what? If you were really, really rich and you got terminally ill, you could just say, fuck it. I'm going to go spend my last week in Bora Bora drinking all the vodka I can find. You, know, you don't I even mean, have to be rich to do that. You take what's left of the money you have. It might you might have five grand. There you go. You're good for a week in Bora Bora. Yeah, that's true. What if you, you lived you don't longer have to be than a billionaire a week? for that? Yeah, then, well, then, then you're they, fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Get, I can't get back home. I'm, I'm stuck I'm in Bora Bora. I, I had a turnaround. I'm a little better, and they let me clean rooms here. <laughs> that's when you go to the doctor, and he says, he says, uh, well. It looks like you're in remission. You might have another three months. What? I'm out of money. I fucking spent it, you asshole. It look it looks like that gray goose burned the tumor in your stomach out. <laughs> nice work. Oh no, I I yeah. spent the house money. Yeah. Don't tell anybody that though, that the gray goose did it, not my medicine, because I need I need this I need this medical job to, you know, yeah. survive. Right, right. You know. Should uh, we wrap up, dudes? I'm going to go get some Grey Goose and cure my ills. I'm going to go I have an nothing apple to do and cheese. Today. You're yeah. going to have a what? Apple and cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah. mm. I, I, I thought you said apple and cheat. I don't know what you're going to no. Cheating with an apple? No. Go buy mean? a lottery ticket today. Yeah. Everybody go buy a lottery ticket today. I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket thing. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, but, but hold on, though. The problem yeah, is if oh, we buy yeah, that, yeah, yeah. if we all buy a lottery ticket, John wins. He's not going to tell us. Remember, he said, if I, if I have money, I'm not telling anybody. Oh, shit. You, you're absolutely right. <laughs> so I, we I ain't would, even going to fucking know. The first thing I do is I hire an attorney. How do I hide everything? And I win. Because you, you win, Danny. What all you of your edge relatives come in with, you know, if you just give me $1.5 million, I'll You'll start never this. see me again. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I don't. I don't want to tell them no. I would tell them yes, but if they didn't know I had three hundred and forty-five million dollars, then uh, yeah, yeah. But see, here's what happens. Okay, you or Kelly, let's say one of you goes and you win this three hundred million dollars. Kelly, uh, is that a, another gu guitar? But Kelly, actually, we, I see you got five new guitars, Kelly. Oh, that's cool. What what, what prompts you? Oh, nothing. I just you know I had figured I'd right. play, buy no, some new no, guitars. No, no. The the lawyer says. Keep your existing house. Let your friends think you still live there. <laughs> Get a better house somewhere else. Don't tell them. So you, all the new guitars and the nice cars and all that shit, they're at his new place. That nobody invites, gets to enjoy but Kelly? Come yeah, on, he, that's a lot of fun. No, The it, hooker shack. The hooker, yeah. It's like <laughs> Danny doesn't know that there's a place in Malibu, you know, yeah. with hookers and a swimming pool. But then and all no, that what's the stuff. sense? What's the fun of that? Well, he's having a great time in Malibu with his new friends. Yeah, oh, well, no, I, now we get new friends. Yeah, we we come back to his house dollars. to sit in the backyard and yeah, listen and, you know, listen Bitch to about the each other's stories. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, All right. Play, I'm playing the lottery, but not telling anybody if I win. Okay. Nice see you, fellas. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Hey!